This podcast is brought to you by Two More Reps Coffee Beans. Get your two more reps with this natural pre-workout. Buy your bag at twomoreps.com.au. Welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today we bring you episode number 80. 80! I'm pumped. I'm very pumped. And it's a new year. This is the second podcast of 2022. I hope everyone's new year is going off with a bang. You are getting started. We're already almost halfway through January. Can you believe it? Um, It's scary to think how time does go by. But at the same time, it is important that we take the most out of every single day. And that's kind of the premise for today's podcast. I'm running solo, obviously, and I wanted to talk about taking action because now is the time. January is always the time when people put forward their New Year goals, their New Year resolutions, goals for the year, goals for the next three months, um, you know, what they want to achieve in the, in this brand new year. It may be health and fitness related. It may be, you know, you want to lose some weight, you want to get fit, you want to run a marathon, you want to climb a mountain. Um, it may be a case that, you, that personally you want to um, seek out a new career. Um, maybe you want to read more books. You want to learn a new course or a language or, you know, get a degree or enroll in something else. It may be a case you want to travel a little bit more, learn a new culture. You know, there's a number of different things in terms of new goals that we set ourselves. But what happens to these goals? Well, they tend to fall by the wayside a lot of the time. We, as a society, we tend to just talk a lot of talk without actually walking the walk. We don't take action. And why is that? Why don't we take action? It, 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 does it come from a fear of... Um, you know, not liking change, um, getting out of your comfort zone, laziness. I think that's a big one. You know, so in order to take action, you actually have to do something. You actually have to put your foot forward and step in the direction of something somewhere new that you haven't been where you're going to learn. And that could be in the case of you know, joining a gym. Maybe you've never joined a gym before and that is your goal for this year, joining a gym. But in order to do that, you actually have to step in the gym and sign up. You have to take that action. Um, if you are looking to travel, well, then maybe you actually need to sit down, plan out where you need to, where you want to go, talk it over with your family and put some steps in place of actually making that happen. Take that action. So... I wanted to sort of draw on a few of my own personal experiences with clients, but also my own. Um, And I'll talk about my own first. And this is well documented, but I am going to bring it up again. And and it's how I got into this industry. Um, You know, I'd been in the construction industry 14 years. And for me, it was a case that I just accepted that that was my fate. That was my path. That was what the universe had decided for me. And I didn't really think anything more of it. Like, I just didn't have, when I left school, I didn't have a direction. I didn't have a passion that I wanted to pursue as a career. So, you know, most of my mates got um, apprenticeships. They became tradesmen. And I thought, well, you know, I didn't, I tried to get an apprenticeship, didn't happen. But I thought, well, I can still work in a trade. I'm pretty good in terms of administration, business and stuff. So I ended up falling into it. Long story short, 14 years later, I was still doing it. Um, And I wasn't happy. 
looking back, I really didn't like it. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever experienced where you get to Sunday night and you start having anxiety because of what is poten- you're potentially going to walk into on Monday morning. Well, that's what I experienced a lot in the last few years of my career in construction. I hated Sunday nights. I loathed driving to work on, on Monday morning. And I would count down the week until Friday where I could knock off and forget about it for a couple of days again. And that was my my job. That was my week. And that's no way to live. That's not fulfillment. That's not happiness. That's not, you know, a, a career worth pursuing and doing. Um, and I remember, I distinctly remember winning this project in my final job in construction. I won this project, big project for our business and I was stoked, you know, it was going to see us out for the next six to nine months in terms of work, in terms of cash flow, um, the profit margin or the forecast of profit margin was really good. And, um, you know, obviously I presented to the directors once we'd won it and without too much hesitation, one of the directors decided to pull it from me. And what I mean by that is he actually decided based on his own interpretation, I'm not too sure, to, to this day I still don't really fully understand why, um, he actually removed the project, went to the stakeholders and said, look, we're not going to do this job. Even though it's worth a lot of money to us, we're not going to do it um, for fear of, I think, some litigation or something like that. Even though I, I was confident I'd done all my due diligence in regarding DA approval and, and litigation and, and council uh, requirements, all those sorts of things. And I just I sat back and I thought, my God, I'd spent all this time on this project and within you know the space of five minutes, they've done that. I, like, How are they expected me to do my job? when they're prepared to take that sort of action on me. And I just, I thought, you know what, I've had enough. Like, I don't like this job. The risks are high, the stress is high, the hours are big. Yes, I get paid for it, but at the same time, this is not living. Like, I don't like going home on a Friday carrying stress into the weekend. I just don't like it. And I don't like Sunday afternoon where I'm starting to get stressed because of what might happen on Monday. That's not that's not what this is about. That's not what life should be. That's not what the meaning of life is. You know, there's no happiness there. There's no gratitude towards your career, right? So pretty much on a whim, like I spoke to my then girlfriend, who's now my beautiful wife, and I said, you know, I've got to change. I've got to do this. And I dabbled with the idea of personal training for a number of years. And I thought, you know, I don't know how to make this work. Or, you know, should I do it part-time, whatever? And because of this moment, I just went, you know what, I'm putting everything into this. And I just received a tax return and and I I was carrying a lot of credit card debt at the time. And normally with my tax return, I just put it on debt and clear some debt and, you know, be smart about it. But this time I went, you know what, the credit card debt can wait. I am going to invest in my future because if this is done right, I can set myself up and really push myself into a whole new career. And that's what I did. I called up local fit college, enrolled, paid, done. And I was due to start within, I think, a week or two. I studied at night time and looked, the rest is history. Now, here we are seven years later and I have an amazing job, a great career. I work with so many amazing people. Um, I've got a brand new facility. Um, you know, I get to change people's lives. I get to influence people. Um, you know, I get to do this podcast. Um, you know, my, my kids see the positive impact I have on people and, and that has a positive impact on them. So it is incredibly rewarding. I'm very grateful for it. Um, and I wake up Monday morning, I get up with a spring in my step because I look forward to going to work. I don't have anxiety Sunday night. Um, I look forward to my job, going to my job every single day. And that should be what most jobs should be. So I guess the point of me telling that story is, if you're one of these people, and I hear it 
often, particularly in my role, when, you, when you're training someone, they tend to open up and talk about all sorts of stuff, you know. And I hear it often where people say, oh, God, I hate my job or I hate this person I work with or, you know, it's so unfair that I've got to work these extra hours or, you know, pull this weekend work or night shift or whatever the case may be. And I'm like, well, if you don't like your job, why are you doing it? If you don't like your job, change it. And you know what the, the main objection I get is? Oh, I can't afford to. I can't afford to do that because they've obviously got, um, you know, financial ties in regards to maybe a mortgage, debt, car loan, um, what repayments, whatever the case may be. And I get that, you know, I'm in the same situation. But what price do you put on your happiness? Are you prepared to spend the next 10, 20, 50 years in a job that you dislike, creating more and more anxiety in your mind and in your body than fulfilling yourself with a career that gives you happiness, gives you joy, you go home so much better, you sleep better, you are a happier person around your family. Like what what value do you put on that? You know, if you're going to be paid less to do that, I know I would take that opportunity, you know, 11 times out of 10. Why, why should we go through life unhappy? Why should we go through life in a job we don't like? Why should you go through life making money for someone else when they don't appreciate it or you get grief at work or you know you're, you're under a tremendous amount of stress and, and the work workload keeps piling up because maybe you're good at what you do but you still don't like it well that's not fair that's not happiness you know i can guarantee you won't be grateful for the job you've got and look i understand there could be a, a level of gratitude because you have a job but at the same time where is the line drawn so are you someone to take action and make that change and you know, money should not be the objective. Money should not be the the, the, the foundation, the pinnacle, and on which you make a decision that influences your happiness. In order to take action, you need to figure out what you want to do, and the money will come. Money is just energy, okay? Money is just a bartering system or a trade system we use to buy things, okay? It doesn't make the world go around as many people. Um, indicate okay money will always be there money will always come and if you've got a negative relationship with money well guess what you're not going to have any but if you take money out of the situation out of the, the, the way you think then money will slowly but surely find its way to you and I learned that the hard way like we went through years of having no money we were so poor when I first started personal training you know we 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 couldn't afford rent some weeks um, you know and then we ended up having to move in with my parents and then after six months at my parents, we had to move into a two-bedroom duplex. I've got three kids. So we had to put three kids in one bedroom, in the master bedroom, and me and my wife stayed slept in the spare bedroom in a duplex, this tiny little flat because that's all we could afford. But you know what? We were happy. We were content and we did what we had to do. So... Are you going to take action? It is January 12th. Are you going to take action and make a change to your career? Now, I know there's a lot of turmoil in the world at the moment. I know there's a lot of uncertainty, but there's also a lot of jobs going around. There's staff shortages everywhere, and maybe that's a career path that you want to pursue. Is now the opportunity. You know, we, we, we have... Everyone thinks so negatively about the pandemic at the moment, and I get that. You know, there's so much uncertainty, there's so much unrest, there's so much division, but there's also a lot of positive that have come from it. And I think a lot of people have forgotten to think that way. You know, think about it, working from home. Maybe you're one of the fortunate ones that got to work from home, which meant you get to spend more time with your family, which meant, you know, you were potentially more uh, spending more time at home. 
Maybe you got to um, work with your kids through homeschooling for a period of time. Maybe that was something that you hadn't experienced before and it was a great um, a memory that you've created. You know, another positive, maybe you decided to work on your health and fitness more. Maybe you ate better. Maybe you exercised more. Maybe you walked your dog more. You know, there, there is a lot of positives that came from this. So while there is a lot of uncertainty around, there shouldn't be a situation where you go, no, I'm not going to change. I'm going to be miserable for the rest of my life. Like no one says that. No one should say that. Now, another example I wanted to draw on, and this is obviously the primary sort of, um, I guess, inspiration for this podcast is health and fitness. Like people make these health and fitness goals this year or any year for that matter. January comes along, right, I'm joining up to a gym, I'm taking on an eight-week challenge, I'm going to get a personal trainer, I'm going to diet, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Yep, fine. That's great. That's great. That's where it all comes from. I, I, I applaud anyone who makes a start. But people don't see it through, okay? What is it? 97% of New Year's resolutions fail because the objective is too big, the milestone's too far away, the timeline's too ridiculous, and the overall goal is unreachable. So if you are wanting to make a change to your health and fitness, maybe you want to lose some weight. Firstly, you do need to take action. That's the first thing. You have to take action. You can't just say something and then not do it, okay? That's ridiculous. But what are those steps to take action? Okay, go in and join a gym. All right, well, I'm too intimidated to go. Well, find a training buddy. Sign up with a personal trainer. Go during a quiet time. Go on a Sunday afternoon when there's no one there. Get a program so you know what you're doing. Like there is so many steps you can take. I don't believe in all these excuses that people throw at me. Um, Like even this morning, and I won't name names, one of my clients had indicated that they want to join a gym this year. They haven't done it. They've only been training with me. And uh, they told me that last week. So I asked them this morning, I said, have you joined a gym yet? And they're going, I haven't had time. And I'm like, time is not an excuse for you to delay improving your health. You need to take action and the action you need to take is go and join up to the bloody gym. It's not a case where you have to wait for it to magically happen because that does not happen, right? Magic does not happen in health and fitness. It is hard work and you have to put in the steps to do it. Other things, man, the the amount of conversations I've had with clients where um, that told me about their relationship, you know, and, and, and I consider personal training similar to like hairdressing. You know, when you go to a hairdresser and, and girls can obviously relate to this, you, you talk about anything, anything and everything. Personal training is very similar. You have conversations about all sorts of stuff. And, and the amount of times I've heard about how someone is incredibly unhappy in their relationship. Now, I'm not here to provide counseling advice, marriage advice, relationship advice. I do put my hand up and say I've got an incredibly strong, powerful, connected relationship with my beautiful wife and I love her to death, Um, but I'm not going to provide um, any sort of advice. But at the same time, if you're unhappy in your relationship, if you're not happy with how it's going, if you're not happy with how you've been treated, if you're not happy with the amount of work you're doing against the other person, um, maybe the finances within the relationship, maybe the connection, the love, the intimacy... Um, the time you spend together, the time you spend apart, then you need to take action. Rather than bitching about it, rather than complaining about it, rather than just wishing things would change, you need to have that conversation, okay? If they're a decent person, they will listen. If they're a decent person, they too will take action and go, hang on a second, we need to do something here. Maybe we need professional help. Maybe we need to spend some time together. Maybe we need to go away. Maybe we need to, um, you know, do a course or whatever the case may be. It is will only happen if you take action. 
Complaining about it only sets a, a longer, greater negative tone on the situation and makes you think worse about the situation that is already potentially bad. So sort out your relationship. Use this year, January, as an opportunity to improve something. It could be something simple like bringing home your wife flowers or making a reservation at a restaurant for no reason other than you want to take her out to dinner or you know taking the kids out for a day and letting her have the house to herself uh, and obviously I'm, I'm focusing on the male perspective or maybe the, the female wants to um, send the bloke out on a fishing charter or you know arrange a round of golf with his mates or you know <laughs> my wife always puts on the cricket or the football and just says let's watch the sport and it's like oh my god who are you but she's doing that because she knows i love it and she's happy because i'm happy and that's how a relationship should be the other thing i mentioned just in with the relationship that happens generally too is finances man the amount of people and i've, I've spoken about this already negative negative relationship with money negative relationship with your finances can only lead to a bad situation where you are not going to get out of debt, you're not going to excel and have financial freedom and have that that liberty, that opportunity, that that uh, growth and um, just um, you know the, the 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 weight off your shoulders of carrying debt. It, it won't happen if you continually think negatively about money. And I did this for years. I did this for years. And my beautiful wife, God. God bless her. She is amazing when it comes to stuff like this. Um, she took control of the finances and one, it took the weight off my shoulders so I was able to be more productive at work. I wasn't focusing on bills or payments or anything like that. All I did was focus on developing my business and my work, which worked because she was taking care of the bills. So she took care of the bills, paid the bills, we caught up, I wasn't stressing about it and then all of a sudden my relationship with money, particularly now, is so, so positive. Um, you know, where we're looking at um, potential investment opportunities and, and we don't have a lot of money. Like I'll put my hand up straight away. We don't have a lot of money. We don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars in savings or anything like that. But our relationship with money is so positive and so good that we know it's always going to be there. We never worry about it. Okay. We cover our rent. We cover our bills. We look after our kids. Um, we still have opportunities to travel and, and take holidays and things like that. So, if you are someone who has a negative relationship with money, if you were always saying, oh, I can't afford that, or man, you know, that costs too much money, or I can't afford that, and, and you're not investing your money accordingly, and, and what I mean by that is I don't mean like buying shares or stocks or real estate or whatever. I'm talking about investing in you, whether it be through personal development, professional development, health and fitness. The amount of people that don't invest their money in health and fitness astounds me. It blows me away that people don't, aren't prepared to spend, you know, 50 bucks on a personal trainer or, or $60 on a program or, you know, $150 on a nutrition course, but they're prepared to blow $50 on a carton of beer or a couple of hundred dollars on the weekend at the pub or, you know, buy something stupid from online shopping. You know, the, our priorities are so messed up at the moment. So, reset your relationship with money, reset your ability to look at money differently. And there's so many um, online coaches, podcasts, YouTube videos, there's so many people out there that provide a level of coaching, and a lot of it is free, um, to help you rewire your brain to think differently about these sorts of things. You know, if you thought more positively about your health and fitness, your money, your finances, your relationship, your job. Imagine how much happier you would be. 
but you have to take action. You have to take action to do any of these things I've mentioned. Without taking action, I'm going to do a podcast in January 2023. It'll probably be on a similar subject. And anyone listening to this now who hasn't taken action and made change for fear of whatever the case may be, will be listening there going, oh man, I just wasted 12 months of my life. And I don't want you to be in that position. So what I want you to do right now is grab a piece of paper, grab a book, grab a notepad, whatever you can, and write down 10 objectives for this year, 10 goals for this year, and they need to be achievable, okay? They need to be something that you have thought about for a while, that you've sat on, that you've just pushed the side, that you may not personally at the moment consider to be a priority. Write them down right now, visualize them, okay? What are you going to achieve this year? And it may take you nine months to achieve it. It may take you six months. You may be able to achieve one of them in two weeks' time. Okay, it might be enrolling in a course. It might be setting up a new bank account. It might be starting a side business. It might be um, spending more time with your kids. It might be taking your um, partner out for a dinner. It might be booking some travel. Um, you know, it might be going to the gym an extra day a week. It might be investing in a coach. It might be getting, um, going to see a naturopath. It might be, um, you know, look, doing a yoga class. Like there's so many things, big and small. Write them down, talk them over with your partner and make them happen. Take action. If you don't take action, it's just writing on a piece of paper. If you take action, it has purpose. It has intent. It is your potential future. Your future isn't written yet, but you can write it by taking action. I'll leave you on that note. So I encourage everyone that listens to this and has resonated with one of the points I've raised, take action, okay? We have one life, one opportunity to be great, one opportunity to be fulfilled. Fill your cup up. Kerwin Ray has a great, great quote that I that I now resonate with and live by recently, and that is, many people are tiptoeing through life to death. Think about that. Are you tiptoeing through life to death? Or are you going to walk, run, sprint, crawl, climb your way to death, having conquered all of your fears, having made several great changes, and having lived a fulfilling life? satisfying life wow thank you very much once again for tuning in i really appreciate it Um, let's make 2022 a fantastic year so if you've enjoyed this podcast please screenshot and share it on your stories tag myself at paul's body engineering and if you are interested in any of my coaching services please jump on paulsbodyengineering.com and as i say to every client every single day have a great day